Welcome back, everyone, to the Reflex Blues Show. I'm your host, Donovan Beery, still recording from How Design Live 2018 here in Boston, Massachusetts, and from the other, the, the complete other end of the United States, we, we bring in Josh Silverman. Josh. Hello. How are you doing? You, you are on, like, this is as far away in the U.S. as you could possibly maybe come other than maybe, like, Miami. Eastern Maine. Okay. Lubeck. I think it's the sunrise first. Okay. Okay. Because yeah. you're, you're over at Twitter. I am. How's it's true. And you've been there how long now? Year and a half. What, what do you do over at Twitter? It's called design operations, and it's a relatively new emerging field. Its purpose is to make sure that the teams, like within the product team and outside of the product team, Everyone knows what everyone else is working on. At least that's how I interpret it. So within the product team, I run our weekly design crits, which are pretty important to make sure that we get the necessary feedback to advance designers' projects. I'm starting a speaker series. I helped launch our uh, design system and name it and brand it and orient the team towards its use. And then outside of the product team, I'm doing the design education series where we bring in monthly speakers to inspire the team and share their stories of failure and inspiration and art projects and side projects. So it's a lot. It's all the cultural stuff that keeps the team running. Which is weird because I just figured Twitter was done by one person and there's only five pages that I ever see. And it's just like a five-page app and it's, it, it was done like ten years ago and it's never changed. Except you can scroll infinitely. Yeah. And it's never done. Yeah. You'll never reach the bottom of Twitter. Okay. You just keep scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. Surely you'll run out of tweets eventually. Never. Never. Uh, I think as long as there's like server space on the planet, we'll have people tweeting. So it'll, it'll, it, will, it will keep refreshing. It's an amazing product. I, I, I don't, I mean, I see Jack walking around our offices a lot. I was there. I think last Thursday I was there at like 7 in the morning because I had an event. Our mutual friend Brian Singer was giving a talk. Actually, oh, it was yeah. last Wednesday. Yeah. And Jack was just um, in the common space on his phone. Quarterly earnings report came out. So I saw him and I said, how, how'd it go? Good morning. Wished him a good day. It's nice to see Jack around still 12 years into the company. And in web years, I mean, that, that means he's been 4, he's, like, he's 937 years, yeah. years old. Twitter time is a different kind of time. It's like dog years times 10. But it's really amazing to work in a product that is all about the now. Everything is like happening now, and now, and now, and now, 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 now. Like it's never going to stop. It's a very present product. So in my role, making longer-term decisions, like less visible things that don't ship on a weekly or quarterly cadence, means that like I have to keep my role very visible. I have to do the work of making my invisible things, the cultural things, a lot more visible. And that's tough to like sustain. It's not tough. It's just like a, it's a new role, and it's a little bit of a challenge for me to make the cultural things way more visible than I thought I would need to make them. And it's a lot of socializing my work across. Like, like teams. what's an invisible project look like? Is it just something that's internal, or is it something that that helps the user but they just don't know about it? Um, some of the work is user facing, but most of my work is internal. It's all about the design team. It's all about coordinating efforts across teams. Not all about it, but it's a lot of that work. So, for example, video will be a very important future for us. And I have been uh, sitting in on some of the brand strategy, marketing studio strategy meetings where they share work in progress. It's similar to our product design crits, but um, theirs is more share out status reports and ours is more critical thinking and feedback. I was invited to a meeting about uh, video roadmaps, like what's next for video? What's in the next quarter, two quarters, three quarters? Because you can't really plan that far out. 
So. Yeah, after three quarters, you don't, I mean, who knows? Right. Hopefully the world will still be here. So I was sitting in a meeting, and it was amazing to introduce people to each other that were working on similar things that hadn't met before. And that kind of internal communicational glue is kind of an invisible thing to me, but it's, it's also very important. So the other thing I gotta ask you is, what's it like working for a company that's in the news so heavily? Like you can't just turn it off because there are a lot of prolific users, one in particular, mm. where any time a user would, would, would even, you know, types even a misspelled word, which, you know, who would do that? Which user but are we talking about, Donovan? I'm just saying, I've, I've heard there's some prolific users, one in particular, that, that tweets a lot and it gets a lot of news coverage. So like RuPaul? It might be. Okay. It might be. And, but you know, you can't just go home. Does that make you, does it always make you think about work when you're trying not to? Or no. like from a personal perspective, or do you just able to forget that Twitter exists some for, you know, the four hours you're, you leave the office? <laughs> I think it's like any other product. I think you need to be clear about uh, work-life balance. And I was using Twitter before I joined Twitter, and I will use Twitter whenever I leave Twitter. So it's like Facebook or Instagram or the news or any other kind of app that you that you need to be clear on drawing a line. I'm really excited that there seems to be more support for things like Lightphone. I don't know if you're familiar with this new no, project. No, I'm not. So it's a phone that is minimal. They call it going light. And Oh, I, okay, okay. I've heard about Kickstarter project thing, recently. Yeah. I, I was up at four in the morning just doing a pee break and I ordered two phones and then <laughs> it was actually an Indiegogo, not Kickstarter. And I know that it's Indiegogo because I was like, wait a minute, I ordered this and I canceled, sadly I canceled my order because it was a little bit weird to support it without realizing I was fully into it. Anyway, I'm glad that there's support for drawing clear boundaries between the always on mentality and the kind of like how that affects your nervous system and your body and like what, how you think, like if you're capable of thinking beyond the now, Everyone needs to have self-care, and if there's clear boundaries, it's not just Twitter that you're drawing the clear boundary with. It's any other kind of accessibility or any other kind of app or connectivity. I'd rather have some of that in person. Yeah, because, I mean, you, you do have to have downtime, and you also have to, leaving your phone for, for an hour is not going to hurt you. No, it's not. Like, like you'll, you'll still get the message, probably. Yeah, and maybe you'll even collect more... What's the term? I know you're going to edit this. Oh, you think we edit anything. Maybe. You've obviously not listened in a while. <laughs> Maybe you'll collect even more neuron firing things. What's that thing called? Oh, whoa. This, uh, that is not, this, this Dude, you know brain waves aren't my expertise, but yeah. When you have the reward system, what's it called? Um, it's post-lunch. I'm a little tired. Anyway, the reward system that when you get a heart or a notification or a retweet or a like, like that's the thing that reinforces your addiction to the app. If you put your phone down, as Erica Badu says, I can make you put your phone down. Then maybe you come back and there's even more of those to look forward to because you've been away for it from an hour, for an hour. Oh, so I don't have to wait for every tweet. I can collect them three at a time. <laughs> Obviously, you need to use Twitter more, Donovan. Yes. Yeah, I, I yeah. probably do. I'm, I'm yeah. at 36point.com. For those listeners, we, we do tweet uh, once every now and then. Okay. And, and Josh, Josh, since you're at Twitter, do you, do, you want, do you want to share a tweet or is it... Is it locked down? Is it private? Share a tweet. Like your, your Twitter account. Oh, J.H. Silverman, because okay. J. Silverman was taken. Man, you would think you worked there. You could say, like, all right, I, I just want 
I just want JS. I just want initials. Like you could start pulling not, strings. It's not my role. Although three character uh, names are really valuable. They're like a they're like a cult following. I saw I saw there was one person who had his whole thing like he had got hacked into just because he had like a one character name or something. Wow. I don't think one name. character is possible. I know there's two. Maybe maybe it was, but it was very small, and and so somebody hacked emails and all this stuff really basically to steal his Twitter account. Wow. Know. Good for them. Yeah, I think I think it was eventually got back, but who knows? Of all this, so so I should have gotten on the three characters way back when, and I yeah, I mean my it'd be like investing in bit investing in Bitcoin when it was a dollar. Yeah, yeah. My three character story is actually three numeric characters. I met Joe Gebbia in two thousand and five or six, maybe seven or eight. I don't remember. But it was really early on, Airbnb 1.0, and I met him at a party. We had mutual friends, and I signed up for Airbnb that night. And my Airbnb username or user ID number is 470. And I happened to be sitting on a Virgin America flight, may it rest in peace, um, next to Brian Chesky, who's another one of the co-founders. And I was managing my Airbnb requests at the time that Brian was sitting next to me, and sure. he happened to notice that I was user number 470. He's like, wow, how'd you get that? I was like, oh, no job. Got it, ground floor? I wish. All right, well, we're going to be right back with Josh Silverman. So, Josh, what you, you're speaking at now. What are you speaking about? What's the event? Or you already spoke. You spoke yesterday. Yes. I spoke about the importance of working. I should have gone. I'm, I that's think okay. It, we'll, I, we'll catch you up. Yeah. That's what, that's what the question's for. I'm talking about the importance I've talked about, and I will continue to talk about the importance of working at the layer of people. And this came from... Working at Twitter where um, last year, I mean, the, the whole origin of this, so let me back up. I think I've been working at the layer of people my entire career, and at the intersection of last summer, when everyone on the Twitter design and research team was invited to give a talk for our weekly, or sorry, our annual design day, which is a week, the theme last year was change. And my initial response was, I could talk about change, but what are some things that don't change? Oh. And I thought, tools change? Aesthetics change, skeuomorphism, flat, whatever. The tools we use, Quark, okay, going back. PageMaker, Aldous PageMaker. Now, we, now, when I got in this profession, we, 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 were, we were taught on Quark, but yeah. we did do a week on PageMaker because it was still considered used. Okay. Like it was still a used program. Yeah. But but we just did, but it was like computer graphics, they're like, we're going to do like a, a week on it so you know what it is. Right. But then we're, we're going to teach you core because this is this, this is what's being used. And then came InDesign. And yeah. then came Sketch. And now there's prototyping tools, the likes of which we've never seen. And now there's Sharpie on sheet of paper and take a photo and call it good. Uh, if it's good. Well, James um, Victoria does amazing work. Oh, yeah. Amazing. James is great. But that's his medium. That's his shape. Yeah, yeah. So tools, aesthetics, uh, devices, device sizes, code stacks, the kinds of code. I'm not a code person. I mean, I, I was programming in basic when I was 15, but like that's OG code. I remember the green screen. Were we on the 2E? Compaq something, 2800, 280. I don't, uh, that's a good question. I don't remember the number. I was on the 2E doing basic like in grade school. Oh, the Apple. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm a little older than that. I do remember my my beloved Quadra 800, which I uh, affectionately referred to as the pizza box because it looked like one. Okay. And so all that's always going to change. All that stuff is always going to change. 
now it feels like it's changing faster. There's more prototyping tools. And there's the talk earlier, Stephen Gates was talking about the plethora. I mean, he works at Envision. It's a great tool. But I think a lot of people are focusing more on the tools, and then the tools are kind of defining the design, whereas some things don't change. How to socialize your work, how to listen, how to give and receive feedback, how to make sure that you're getting the right feedback at the right time for your project. So that's really fascinating to me, and it's always a, my career has always been about, as it turns out, bringing the right people together to solve a problem and being open to what we learn along the way and mostly getting out of the way so that the people that I've brought to the room can do their best work. And that's the light. And so what's the layer of people? Is the layer of people getting back to the listening and the talking and the critiques rather than getting to, so is the outside layer the technology? Yes, I think that... I'm just trying to figure out how the layering works. Totally. So I need to know the order, so, right. so I'm peeling the, the onion properly. Or totally. The, the nucleus is people. One level out is So there's nothing, there's the nothing in between when we peel away their people, there's nothing left in, in this. I agree. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I just want to make sure I get this right. This is great. People, people are at the core. If it's one person that you're collaborating with or a team of 1,500, I mean, the Twitter design research team is about 75 now. We've been 65. We've been 100 in our time, before my time. But yes, the nucleus is people. Seriously, Twitter is like two people. That's I know it's just two people, and they just have five pages, and that's it. You that's should, it. That's the entire. Why is that your perception? I, I just, I just, because it's. I think it's because, and I know this not to be the case, but the thing that that I that draws me to it is that it's so simple and straightforward that that always looks easy. Mm. And so, so you, it has that impression that this is something two people can make because it's so simple and basic. However, I also know that's deception. As it turns like, out, it like was... to make it that simple, it requires a large team. Oh yeah, simple things are really hard. Yeah. As it turns out, three people started Twitter: Jack Dorsey, Evan Williams, and Biz, not Marky. Biz Marky was not involved. I forget Biz's last name. He's just Biz. He goes by okay. Biz. His handle name, his handle's Biz. Uh, he, he got the three characters. Yeah, he was, he was OG. So, yeah, people are at the nucleus. One level out is probably all the interactions, like, you know, iPhone 10, iPhone 8, 8 Plus. And in that is the code, are the apps, is the UI, is the UX, is the purpose, is the function. But there's so much within that realm that's always going to change. Skeuomorphism versus flat, Adobe versus Sketch, Figma versus Envision versus something else. Like, I can't even keep track, and I don't want to keep track, actually. I'm happy that a designer can use, even if it's like a, a you know, Post-it and sharp, Sharpie, whether it's like a fine point Sharpie or a fat Sharpie. It doesn't really matter as long as you, the designer, is using the right tool to solve the problem at the fidelity you need at the stage of project that you're at and you have the conversation that you need to have to get the project, move the project forward. Got it. That's my passion. Yeah. It's, it's always been my passion. Now I just have a people, name, a name for it. Yeah, like people UX. Or it's almost like the responsive web design has breakpoints. Responsive design has breakpoints. Right, right. I'm thinking about that for teams. I'm thinking about like, okay, you're two people and a sketch, or three people and an idea, and you've whiteboarded it out, and you have your pitch deck, What's the next breakpoint? When do you need to level up? Who do you need to hire? What's the formula for that? And across industry, across 
type of project, whatever your business is at, or whatever your business is trying to achieve, I know there's a formula somewhere. That's what I want to work on. Right now I'm working on it in-house at Twitter, and I look back at my career, and I think I've sort of always been doing this in different forms. Yeah, and I, th I think I saw a chart on that once, but it was pretty rough, and it was basically for like design shops where, you know, it starts with like a designer, and then you have two people, and it's a designer, and you know, maybe oh, yeah? like a copywriter or something, and then, and then it kind of moves down to where then you have account people, and sure, yeah. And, and I remember seeing a rough chart of that like probably twenty years ago, so oh, it's kind of mapped down. Oh, it was in a book, and I can't, I can't find it anymore. Find it All if right. you can find it. I'd love to see it. Okay. I'll, I can probably dig up what book it was, but I, I don't know how to get a hold of one. So okay, well, and I'm I not can... even sure it's in there anymore. <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah, I think I think people. But that was my yeah, that was my first thing. Where you know, it was, it was pretty new out of school, and I see this because because when I was out of school, it's like design shop. I talk about this all the time. You know, design shop has 20 people. We have 20 designers, and then and then I was like, I realized later, no, design shop has 20 people. There's like three designers, mm. and you're like, oh, there's like. Like that's 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 what it is. So so here even design shops they'll they'll get to, you know I mean, like an ad agency will get to like a hundred two hundred people, and they still don't have that many designers. Yeah. Like it's it's not in the fifties. It's like in the ten. Yeah, if they're really good. Yeah. Yeah, it's fascinating because the shape of teams and there's got to be a formula or a relationship. I mean, no, there's a relationship. I, I want to get to a formula where I I feel like it could be more productized to think about the shape of teams versus the problem being solved versus like the kind of market they're in and that's what I want to work on for okay. like the rest of my career. Fantastic. Well, we're going to be right back with uh, Josh Silverman. So you tell me, so we're in Boston and you tell me you walked half an hour to go eat Chinese food. No, the Vietnamese. Yeah. Vietnamese. Yep. But it was in Chinatown? Yes. Or by, okay. Collectively. Maybe it should be Asian town, but yeah. How'd you find this? You said you've been going to this place 20 years. Yeah. An old roommate said, you should have lunch with me at this place, meet me at this place. And we grabbed my first banh mi. Sounds like a kid's book. But it was delicious. And I, I, I went with my friend Adam. We walked through the park, went to the place, got two sandwiches, Two bubble teas and a water, and it was sixteen fifty. And I was like, "God bless this place." And I don't bless things, and I don't God, I don't invoke God or goddesses or anything like that. Unless it at involves all. sixteen dollars of cuisine. <laughs> and it was just as delicious as I remember the first time twenty years ago. Yeah, it's worth a half hour walk for a banh mi for sure. Okay. Shredded pork, cilantro, cucumbers, pickles, spicy sauce. Jalapenos, pickled carrots, on a on a French roll, toasted French roll. It was ready in two minutes. Like you order it, and they're like, "Here you go." So good. Yeah. Now, now you were also on the national AIJ board. Was no, weren't you? No, not yet. My oh, time. I thought you were. No, I uh, I was doing national level stuff. Because because you're always rooming with 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 superstar designer Drew Davies, registered trademark Andrew Davies. <laughs> At all the conferences and stuff. I love Drew. Yeah, I was uh, maybe special to the advisor, special to the president. No, I wasn't. No, no. Um, he's been a friend for a long time, and I thought I thought because you were always with him at the events that you were also on the board with him. But but no, just roommates. Okay, just roommates at conferences. I my my AIGA trajectory has been so great, and it's helped me at every point along my career. 
I'm not as involved in the SF chapter as I'd like to be, although SF Design Week tickets just went on sale today and I bought a few, thankfully, but I think it's just like leveled up. Like I want to do more for my local chapter, but I also think I can do a lot more and have more impact at the national level. So um, I think volunteering for being a part of the AIG Centennial trifecta, me, D um, Doug Powell asked me, and it was um, Michael Lejeune and and. Willoughby. And it was fantastic being a part of that for like a year before it kicked off and then that year and then a little bit afterwards, like a two and a half year project, opened my eyes to the importance of working more nationally and having programs that could scale to small, medium and large chapters. And it was a fantastic endeavor and it really made me think about joining the board even more, but haven't, I just haven't done it yet. I'll get there. Yeah, yeah, and, and I mean AIJ was a huge. I mean it's it's done a lot for me. I was I served my my, my seven years. I tell everybody, and I, I enjoyed it tremendously. But but I think I I, I did my terms. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for AIJ. Yeah. God bless AIJ. I still go to a lot of the events. I still go to like especially the the local ones. Uh huh. And and it's fun to see the new people coming in. A lot of times you have that knee-jerk reaction where you're like, what are they doing? What are they not doing? But then, then you just think back. You're like, no, they're, they're doing good. They're figuring like, it out for themselves. Yeah, and, and they do well. They've, we've, had, we've had a lot of great board members that have come on that I've seen since I've left. It's, it's, it seems to take care of itself. Very much so. I love um, the new leadership. I'm happy that Julie has come from a different place and is still very much uh, a fan and a believer in design and in the organization as Rick has. Yeah, and they're actually here. They have a booth. They're they're in the exhibit hall. There's there's a, well not not Julie or Rick, I mean obviously. Yeah, the, but I mean the AIGA art. itself, National has a has a booth and they're promoting um AIJ to how and they've been doing that for the last few years. It's I mean there's so many other kinds of it's almost like a splintered design community now in some way. But we're all in it together. I mean, we're all designers or, or design adjacent. And I think the more we try and help each other and not be like, oh, I can't go to that because it's not my organization. I don't understand that closed-minded thinking. Yeah, you do have to find that the thing. It's good to find the one that you really attach to and go mm -hmm. to that. But it doesn't mean you have to write off the other ones. We're not, no, no one in this profession is really arch nemesis, are they? God, I hope not. I mean, I mean, the companies you work for maybe, but normally the designers don't care. But that's the thing about the people layer, actually, is that the relationships you make will outlast the companies. The relationships you nurture along the way will survive some of the companies you work at. And you never know where your next referral is going to come from or who's going to call you, who's going to think of you or recommend you or open up an opportunity for you. That's the people stuff. That's the people layer stuff that will always persist beyond the meeting you're in or the quarter or your like OKRs or whatever you're trying to track for the moment. The relationships persist. Well, Josh, thank you very much for your time. It's, hey. It's, it's Josh Silverman or what, what's, what's the Twitter handle again? J.H. Silverman or my name is joshsilverman.com. Josh, so my name is joshsilverman.com? That's correct. I like, I like that. I like the my name is in front of, in front of the URL. Joshsilverman.com was taken. Man, you gotta you gotta talk to your parents and say why didn't you name me something that was unpronounceable <laughs> that, that would be hard to spell and that no one else would ever take? Why'd you have to give me give me a name that there'd be like a few more of? Oh man, Donovan. I, I can't. Don't know. I you... can't imagine some. I mean, you're not named like 
no, I mean, I don't want to offend anybody, but you're not like, you know, like Steve Smith where there'd be like a lot more of, of them. In college, I had a Josh Club for a little while because there were like 30 of us. Really? Uh-huh. Yeah, freshman year. Yep. Surprising amount of Joshes. It's like the entire class. No. No. There were a lot of Joshes, but uh, it was just a... Okay. Well, I was able to buy DonovanBeery.com. No, you don't say. Yeah, yeah. There's not, there's not as many. <laughs> but but Don Beery was taken. I couldn't do a shortened version. Fuck him. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, I don't the even nerve. know who has it. Yeah. And, and Beery, that's the one I actually would have wanted just the last Don at Beery.com? No, just, yeah, just Beery.com. Right. You could have been Donovan at Beery.com. It could have been. Yeah. But that's, I'm sure that was gone pretty quick. Five-letter domain names are like three-letter Twitter handles. I love the new top-level domains. Like dot computer, dot design. I'm sure there's like dot avocado or dot whatever, dot water, dot diet coke. It's it's opening up a whole new world of uh, expression. It's weird though too because when before you you just put like when when I got in this profession we'd always have to put www dot. So that people would know his web address. Oh yeah, and then yeah. and then .dot net .dot com .dot org .dot gov are so prevalent yeah. that you're like, we don't need the www. And maybe even before that, they even had to put in HTTP slash slash. Right. But with these top level domain names, if are we going to have to start going back to like telling people that this is a website address? It's not just Josh .dot Silverman. Oh, huh. There's an idea. Better get on that fast because someone's going to listen to it. <laughs> Already gone. Already it's gone. Taken. I, I thought it was funny when culturally we dropped the triple W. And I think for some reason, like if it were like TTT, that would have been easier to say. But because it's WWW, it's such a long word, it's such a long character. Many times people were like WW dot. And I'm like, there's three, right? Like you didn't just invent a new. Uh, you know, you, I mean, you could set it up to where it was just two W's and really mess people up. You could, yeah. But you shouldn't. No, no, that's that's not uh, what they what do they call best practice? That's not right. best practice. I think there's even a dot pizza now. Oh geez. Yeah. Josh dot pizza. Uh, that's not me. Okay. Maybe Josh dot thin crust. Josh dot thin crust. <laughs> Every time if I you hear have... that, I want to hear you say like Josh dot thin crust dot com. So I guess oh, right. we're not quite the point where I still think there should be a dot com after the. After the whatever, but I think we're gonna to get to a point where we don't even need websites anymore, and it's just like all the all the things I want to share with you about the thing that I'm doing, or all the things you want to share with me about the thing you're doing are are already known. I think I think QR codes are the future. I'm sorry, they're not. We're over. We're done here. <laughs> this podcast is canceled. QR codes? Why? I I just okay. say that. All right. There was that. There was that uh, six month time where I had a, a few clients ask about QR codes. Oh my god! And they, I mean, it was when they were first brand new, and, right. and so people did them, and they would. And I, th I think we 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 did them for like maybe two things, but most of the time we're like, "What, what are you using this for?" Right. Like, yeah, you don't need to. Yeah, it's like uh, uh, people who play Pokemon Go still. Oh, is it still around? Exactly. I guess it would That's be. Exactly I mean, my it point. doesn't disappear. Well. I mean, the Pokemon, codes? the Pokemon don't go anywhere is what I mean. Pokemon like, went. still there. <laughs> yeah, went, yeah. I think it's just fads and like maybe it's old man Josh or Josh dot old man talking. Ooh, but I, I like feel goodies. like it doesn't matter. I'm, I'm, Whatever's trending, it's going to not be trending. You're, you're starting to sell me on this top level domain thing. I'm starting, to, I'm starting <laughs> to get the potential of what I could be doing with it. Tune in next time. Yeah. 
on the reflex dot blue. I like it. Yeah. Take it. Sorry, I'll take it. I'll sell it to you for $10,000. Uh, I'm already ruining my own business model. All right. Josh, great to talk to you. Get back to that core of the people thing. Yes. And, um, and, and keep, uh, keep up the good work. Thank you. You too. The Reflex Blue Show with Donovan Beery is hosted at 36point.com. Music by DustLab. Find out more at myspace.com slash DustLab. Thank you.